0: Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, Making Marriage Great, wanting to speak to men and help you guys out, but doing this study in Hebrews, I suppose, maybe there's a couple of ladies listening too, that's awesome. The study of God's Word it is for all of us, right? And so we're continuing on our study of Hebrews. We've gotten into this whole discussion about Melchizedek mostly because we're He's really trying to show us how great Jesus is, the greatness of Jesus Christ. And and so as we go into le- verses 11 through 14, let me just read them, and then we'll unpack those. All right, guys? So just pray that God will give us wisdom as we read this, give us the spirit to understand the word here. So verse 11, now, if perfection had been attainable through the Levitical priesthood, For under it the people received the law. What further need would there have been for another priest to arise after the order of Melchizedek rather than one named after the order of Aaron? For when there is a change in the priesthood, there is necessarily a change in the law as well. For the one whom these things are spoken belong to another tribe from which no one has ever served at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descendant from Judah, and in connection with that tribe, Moses said nothing about priest. All right, so breaking off there, we'll stop there. Here he's just building the case stronger, yet Jesus isn't about being a Levitical priest. These Levitical priests priests were, were the shadow of what was to come and Jesus coming from another tribe is is pretty significant for the Hebrew. Now for us we you know it it's not a big deal but going back to Psalms 110 and looking at the story of Melchizedek from Genesis 14 I think yesterday I might have even said Genesis 22 but Genesis 14 is where that is from. We have we have the idea that God is the Levitical system was a flawed system. The Levitical system was men. This whole idea of these men that were priests, that it would they were they all had shortcomings. They were men, they were not perfect. So why would he bring about the ultimate, the perfect, from that tribe? He's not going to. Matter of fact, he had promised that it wouldn't be. come it would come from the tribe of Judah. So that's another thing and after the order of Melchizedek which he's going to say again here in a minute so we have this idea of of Jesus being greater than Melchizedek and and he's dealing with the whole idea that some of them are still hung over with well but shouldn't he be a priest shouldn't he be descended from Levi those kind of things and so he's explaining some of those things and so modernize it today men. hopefully you're involved in your church and You go in there and there may be lots of ideas about how church should be, and who should be leaders, and who should be pastors or priests, and who shouldn't be, and who should be elders. And there's a lot that we do get from the Old Testament. There are some things that Jesus changed. So there's the old system, there's the new system. But Jesus didn't do away with everything, but he did do away with the the Levites as priests. So... We need to be aware of those things. We need to pay attention to those things and pay attention to the needs of our family and how, how do you worship Jesus, right? That's what it somewhat comes down to because what did the Levites do? Well, they were part of what happened at the temple. And so the sacrificial giving, the sacrificial sacrificing, the asking for prayer, being prayed for, A lot of those things. So, as the priest of your home, husbands, is, you know, how are you when it comes to prayer? You know, prayer is work. Prayer isn't, well, when I have time, I'll do it. Prayer is a work. It's a work that we should be about. We should be praying for our wives. We should be praying for our families. We should be praying for the leadership around us in our churches, in our communities, in our government, around the world. We're told to do these things, so we should be doing us. So just to encourage you, even as you're reading through this, not to get stuck up with the "oh, uh, it hurts my head, I don't understand it," but just to go, "Okay, I'm supposed to be the priest in my home. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. My family doesn't need a priest. Jesus is the priest, but I get to play that role in my family." You know, I think husbands should be the the prophet, the priest, the provider, the protector. And so to to be that priest that prays for your wife, prays for your family, prays for your community, prays for the body that you're a part of, that you worship God in your home and and that it's, you know, is it a couple of minutes a day? Is it, is it 15 minutes a day? Just that you're worshiping God and spend that time with your wife, giving thanks to God, whether it's around the dinner table, whether it's. Before you go to bed or when you wake up, a cup of coffee in the morning, however that might be, talking about God's word, reading God's word together, those acts of worship, and not that working isn't can't be worship, not that cleaning up after dinner can't be worship, but just that communal worshiping together, do some of that. And I'm long again. Man, I've been getting long lately. Sorry about that, guys. So hope you have a great day. God bless you. Talk to